0: Well, welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show, where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial world. I'm joined here in the studio today by my fellow financial professional, Jesse Hamilton. Hey,
1: Mark. Welcome, listeners.
0: Yeah, and I am Mark Trice. I guess I should say who I am. <laughs> this is the first podcast or video cast that you've watched of our Spend Life Well Show. Today, we're going to talk about the concept of eternity mm-hmm. and how that impacts our view towards money. Yes. So, today's episode, you can't take it with you. We've all seen the <laughs> the uh the cartoon with the um uh, uh with the with the Hertz and the U-Haul yeah. behind them and it's like where's that stuff going, right? Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Or the the ancient Egyptians that get buried with all their possessions cuz they think it matters.
0: That's right. Um, you know, what they have the coin in their mouth in Yeah. Their eyes whatever. <laughs> anyway, so Jesse There's, what, over 2,000 verses in the Bible dealing and relating to money and possessions. Right. It's not the most talked about subject in churches today.
1: No. And we're we're trying to change that. That's why we're bringing up this topic today. But who are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, we we, we just came back from the Kingdom Advisors Conference back in February, which is always a really highlight of our year, Mm -hmm. being able to go and, and fellowship and worship and learn and of course, one of the special speakers this this uh, year, uh, keynote speakers, was Paul David Tripp.
1: Yep, and he wrote a book called "Redeeming Money." I highly recommend you pick up a copy and read it. Um, I'll put it on the camera here, redeeming money. Yeah, it's, we also a, it's have an this on easy too. I think. Yeah, it's an easy read, and it'll give you a great perspective. But one thing that he talks about in that book is you cannot take it with you. It's a whole chapter dedicated to you can't take it with you.
0: You heard the joke of the uh, the old man that wanted to be buried with all his money. No. Yeah. Well, the wife was very uh, supportive of her husband okay. and submissive to her husband, according to to uh, the scripture and so forth. So, as as uh, they're about to close up the casket to go to the cemetery to, you know, put him in the ground and stuff, she pulled out her checkbook and wrote a check <laughs> wrote for all check. his money, stuck it in there. On the Good thing. Go. They sealed the casket and he got to be buried with all his money. <laughs> so we really, you know, we can't take it
1: with us. No, we can't.
0: So why are we so focused on accumulating stuff?
1: Well, eternity is a radical perspective for a person to have, especially when it comes to your money. So
0: And we can't really fathom what eternity is,
1: really? No, Dang. we cannot. But we'll get into a second that it's set into every person's heart. But uh, I loved what what he said in the book. You you simply cannot understand and live out God's plan for you and your money if you're not living with eternity in view.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And 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 I think we find that folks that have a very narrow focus, near term focus with their money, mm-hmm. an internal focus, not an eternal uh, focused, uh, really make a lot of errors. And and really, Paul David Tripp talks about in Redeeming Money. Three major errors of having that
1: non-eternal perspective. Right. Uh, So what's
0: the first one, Jesse?
1: So the first one is that this moment is all there is. And I alluded to this earlier, but Ecclesiastes 3.10, God puts eternity into man's heart. So we all have this longing for something more, something huge and something that's forever. It's kind of depressing when you think about it. It's like if, if this moment is all there is.
0: Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, you know, you have some moments you're like, huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not so great. So really yeah. having that eternal perspective gives us hope.
1: It does. It gives a lot of hope. And I, you know, if if you don't know about this and you're hearing about it for the first time, I really encourage you to reach out to us, reach out to somebody who can teach you about what eternity is for you.
0: You know, I know Paul was was at uh, uh, one time, I think it was in Corinthians where he talked about, learn to be content in any situation, whether mm-hmm. poor. Or with riches, with no food, with yeah. a lot of food. Philippians chapter four, I think. Philippians chapter four. Thank you. Um, and and so the opposite way of living like that is of someone that's restful, patient, and contented is impatient, mm-hmm. lacking content in every situation, and and certainly not patient. Everything's a right. sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. So we we look at we look at. Um, these things. And and sometimes we will work with folks and, you know, you can really tell that their net worth is tied into the balance of the
1: size of their balance sheet. Yeah. Their personal worth, who they are is tied into that number.
0: That's not true. I mean, that's God created us in his image and there's so much more to us as individuals than just what's in our bank account. Right. Now it certainly feels good when our bank balance sheet is larger versus smaller or even negative, mm-hmm. but that's not the right approach.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the last thing here, it, we'll get into the next section. But if you if you forget God's plan, you'll try to quiet that longing from Ecclesiastes that we all have with material possessions and experiences and stuff. So. So this is
0: the experience of of um, uh,
1: med, meditating
0: or medicating with a shopping spree. Right. Yeah. Some people. You know, and I I'm, and i can't say I'm not guilty of this from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I get, totally. I'm in a funk and and, you know, uh, I go shopping and I think that'll pick me up or whatever. or I buy a I buy an item or something and I get home and I'm like, oh, that didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can't find my contentment in stuff. Yeah. Right. And so.
1: Well, that's the next point, isn't it? Oh, is it? OK. So material things. Can satisfy. These are the errors, by the way. So, yeah, these are
0: errors that people make when they don't, when they have a non-eternal perspective mm-hmm. about
1: wealth and their purpose. Right. So um, there's an, a fundamental disconnect here, and you know it's it, it applies to all of us. It applies to I can think about this applying to my life, but there's a fundamental disconnect here between what we say we believe and how we live our lives.
0: Yeah, it's almost that that phenomena of. I'll worship on Sunday and say I'm a believer and hallelujah and, right. and read the Bible and things. And then the other six days of the week, you wouldn't believe that you are a Christ follower. Yeah. So so there's always these things. And, and we think that these material things will satisfy that void that we cannot get from apart from Christ.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And Paul David Tripp, this is a little bit of a harsh statement, but it's true. Um, he wrote that it le- it's left us fat, in debt, and discouraged <laughs> because we're not able to satisfy That's that right. longing that we have. I
0: remember, um, you know, I remember uh, working up the corporate ladder, if mm-hmm. you will, and and for me, that I found satisfaction in a bigger check, okay, a bigger paycheck, a, a more important job, or whatever. And I and I was reaching the pinnacle of my career in this field I was in my mid thirties and was making more money than I ever thought I would make and stuff with that career. And I just felt empty. Yeah. I felt empty and I thought all these things, a nice house, a nice car, um, you know, the ability to go to go on trips whenever I wanted to yeah. buy whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I thought that would give me power and really it left me empty because I was trying to replace the void that only God can fill. Yeah. And, um, it, it took me, you know, really, um, you know, going down a different path and God pushing me down that path. I had, I know, remember sitting there and I won't tell you where, because if you're listening, you'll, you'll figure out where where I was working (laughs) and then you would, you know, anyway, but I was sitting there was like, God, there has to be something more that you want me to do. And over the course of the next 12 months, he really worked on my heart trying to get me to listen to him and listen to the direction that he wanted me to go with my time, mm. my possessions and my, my talents. And that was really a, a man. It was a tough year because it was just me fighting God and, and, and wanting to say, yeah. God, but no, I want to do it this way. Or I really, I really like the comfort of having a nice mm-hmm. big fat paycheck. Sure. And, um, I, I downsized during that 12 months or so, and and went to a different job just so I could be back closer to family and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and I'm, I've shared the story on on the program before about how I was doing my Bible study, and it was it was you know the verses in the Colossians I think you said about you know doing do your work as if you're working for the Lord and not for man. And I just prayed, Lord, don't don't let me be complacent where I am. Yeah, nudge me where towards what you want me to do. And I got fired that afternoon. Wow, you know, and and it's like okay, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm listening, but that I didn't think it happened that way, Lord, that <laughs> fast, that fast, and that fast. <laughs> and, and so thus launched me onto this career of helping individuals and families with their finances and helping um, minister to them and show them that they truly can live their financial life in a in a way that's honoring mm-hmm. and pleasing to the Lord. So yeah. Anyway, so, so I understand that whole thing about material material things can satisfy us. Well, it doesn't. Sure. It doesn't.
1: Well, our third error is that paradise is achievable now. Yeah. And I, I guess I'll throw in another scripture um, from Jesus talking here in Luke chapter 12. He says, Take care and be on guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in an abundance of possessions.
0: Yeah, and, and do we do we get into the parable of the uh, the rent you know ruler or writer for that? I can't remember where the word uh, of the scripture and stuff like uh-huh. that, but it's like, wow. I mean, that's the message we get from the world is is I I want it and
1: I want it now. Right. That that paradise you can get it now if you just work hard enough and get enough money. You
0: can get your wife to love you if you buy her a Lexus for Christmas. <laughs> I mean it's just and and, and it's just instant gratification. And we think that that paradise here on earth is achievable when we're missing the boat. Right. We're focused on the now and not eternity. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I try to get my hands around, Jesse, about what does eternity mean? Because some days are really long, right? Well,
1: it's really frustrating because it is set in our hearts. We desire it and we need it, but we can never understand it. So it it's just, you know... I think about that all the time. You can't understand what it means, but it's in your heart.
0: Right. So we're either waiting for paradise by faith, right? Yes. Or we're working to try to treat that paradise right now.
1: It's really one of two options. You're either waiting using faith with an eternal perspective, or you're trying to build it right now.
0: Now, I think that God has a job for us to do while we're waiting. Right. And I don't want to, people to misunderstand that. You know, we are to work. We are called by God to work. Uh, but it is, where is our heart? Are we looking towards the future and an eternity with God? Or are we looking to just get that next paycheck or get that bigger house or get that new job that pays a little more? Yeah. And I, I can just tell you, folks, that that never fulfills. It mm-hmm. never fulfills. So... Yeah, Jesse. So the three three things there, three big errors that people people have when we have a a non-eternal perspective. Um, you know, the moment is all is all there is. That's yeah, really depressing. Right now to is me. all there is. <laughs> yeah, right now is all you got. Uh, material things can satisfy. That's another big error, and that paradise is achievable now.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we really know all this, but we just wander from it. And the good thing here is that there's grace for when we mess up, and we mess up a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we mess up a lot.
1: All mm-hmm. of, all believers mess up a lot. We we fall victim or fall into the trap of these three errors and so forth. Yeah. And Paul David Tripp says, good thing is God's love will not let us go simply because we struggle to handle our money well. That's right. That's right. And I know I've been given grace many
0: times over the years uh, with how I handle money. And I think as as believers, we just have to keep striving for looking to God for guidance and wisdom about mm-hmm. how to handle our finances. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, you can, you can steer your goals towards an internal perspective. And, and we love working with folks that, that have that eternal perspective. Yeah, we do. And they realize that there's not going to be a U-Haul behind their hurts when hurts when they're <laughs> uh, not a hurts, but a yeah. Hurst, <laughs> this is not OG Simpson. Hurst, <laughs> Uh, and they know they can't take it behind. They want to make sure that it's being left and used right now for kingdom-worthy purposes. Right.
1: And and when we get to that eternity, the only thing celebrated is God. It's not your life on earth or any person. It's solely God and what he's done.
0: That's right. So just because you have a mansion here doesn't mean you're going to have a mansion in heaven. <laughs> right. he, he is preparing a place for us, but it may not be what we think it is. So, uh, folks, this is wrapping up this episode of the Spin Life Well Show where we're talking about eternity and having that, that uh, kind of a radical view towards looking to the, towards eternity, not the here and now. Yeah. So, um, folks, we thank you for, for tuning in today. Uh, you've been listening to the Spin Life Well Show. Until next time, uh, may God bless you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.